Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to A Little Bit Dusty. All things country, rural, and outback Australia. Grab a hot or cold one and enjoy the conversation ahead. G'day guys, welcome to another episode of A Little Bit Dusty. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm your host Tyson Godden, and you might have to pardon the hiss and the high-end kind of noise on this one. It's getting a little bit too hot to keep the doors closed in this studio, so it might cover a bit of background noise, but we'll see how we go. Anyway, in this episode, uh, there's no guests this week. I'll be talking about a couple of books I read, as well as my day uh, with meeting Ron Pike on New Year's Day. So it was around the Christmas period. I was around the mid-north coast. Uh, you would have heard Jade from a couple episodes back from YP Space talking about the challenges of our housing in regional New South Wales. She's based up in Port Macquarie, so I was up there for about five days or so. And before I left my trip, I called Ron and I said, oh, what are you doing around Christmas time? And he said, like, oh... I'll just be kind of, you know, hanging around here. Got a few family coming up. That's about it. Why is that? I said, oh, I'm going to be up in your area. I'm just wondering if I can actually meet you in person. I said, oh, yeah, sure. That'd be great. You know, come around. I'll get Julie, his wife, to make us a cup of tea and we'll have a yarn and that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, I was very excited, looking forward towards it. So I think New Year's Eve was spent very casually just, I don't know, playing Monopoly and drinking a bit of whiskey or whatever. But made sure I didn't go too hard because I wanted to just make sure I was nice and fresh for the next day. So... I went to Ron Pike's place on New Year's Day, got there around, I think, 12 o'clock, and yeah, it was very kind enough to let me into his home. I met Julie, his wife, and his dog. I can't remember what his dog's name is, but uh, there's a lot of character in him. And yeah, we had a cup of tea, some nice shortbread bickies, and was pretty much just uh, chatting to Ron about uh, life, his younger days spent in the Riverina, his outlook on the current political climate, and a few suggestions of what... He should think should happen so we can still have a thriving, plentiful uh, future of Australia. And it was a great afternoon because I was able to yeah, make a physical connection with someone who I'd been following and had gained interest in over the last couple of years. And he was you know, kind enough to join me on my show for the last series. So I thought I may as well make that connection and put the face and name and meet Ron in person because I felt it was very important. So it was near... I suppose probably the end of my time being there. I probably had, was wanting to make it around a two-hour visit and got to about one thirty. And he said, oh, you know that I have a new book out as well, don't you? I said, oh, yes, you know, you've, it's come out recently. It's on my list. I've been meaning to purchase it. He said, no, no, just wait there, mate. You know, it's all good. So he goes over to either his lounge room or his bedroom, whatever it was, comes back out and was kind enough to turn the first page over, sign it, and uh, hand me his new book that had come out. I said, oh, there you go. It's got a good, couple of good reads of uh, some bush poetry, some stories of me growing up in my younger years and what I think should happen so we can keep Australia as a, you know, a thriving country. So the book's got a lot of mixed 
different uh, mediums, I suppose, or different art forms of the English language. Because before I'd read his book, I didn't really recall the last time I'd read actually any po- poetry or bush poetry for that matter. So I was actually quite excited and looking forward to getting into it. And I just finished it a couple of weeks ago. So I thought I may as well jump on here and tell you guys all about it. So the book that Ron has out is called My Australia, The Musings of a Patriotic Bushy from the Riverina. And what I like about what he's done with this book essentially is he's given a bit of a description about who he is, uh, what he's done over his time and what he believes we should all be doing to, you know, thrive for a better country, which I couldn't agree more with. I'll give you a brief example from, this is from page three. So I read about half of page three to give you an idea of how the book actually starts off. So it states, I begin these thoughts firmly believing that the immutable foundation of our democracy is freedom of speech. A freedom we must robustly defend, but ensure it's malleable enough to accept new ideas and previously unknown facts. I've always believed that the purpose of life's journey is not to arrive at the grave nearly attired with a well-preserved body, but rather to arrive via one last somersault quite dishevelled, utterly exhausted and still demanding truth. Life, I believe, is about living, learning, and questioning what we have learnt while maintaining respect for our fellow man. The following pages will abide by these rules while expressing my thoughts in both prose and poetry and painting both a picture for our beautiful but sometimes difficult and demanding country and a vision for our nation's future. I make no secret of the fact that at present I believe Australia has lost its way and has no obvious leaders capable of vision or planning. I think that's something we can all agree on at the moment. I believe we are not making the greatest use of our bountiful resources in the best interest of the Australian people. These pages will also contain some pithy and topical commentary on our democracy, our politicians, our country and its people. Sometimes whimsical, sometimes humorous, sometimes of historical importance, but always showing a passionate love for our country and its people. I would like to begin with this stock take of the National Pantry. And then on it goes to provide a few short poems. But this one is what I found quite interesting as well. This is page nine. This is called The Darkening. This is just a little short story that he's put in here. And it states, Growing up, as I did in the Riverina in the 40s and 50s, we had a large Aboriginal population and a huge influx of settlers after both world wars, mostly from Europe, but mixed with smaller numbers of Asians from many countries. We were unaware of racism or division on ethnic lines so manifest today. Everyone was striving to build a better life and I warmly remember a great sense of unity of purpose. We were building a better homeland after defending our freedom in two horrific conflicts. New arrivals were fleeing countries, shattered and divided by more war and most were prepared to start again, work hard, build better lives side by side with Aussies doing the same thing. Now, the book's only 100 pages long, but the great mix of all these short stories, uh, spiels, little trips down memory lane, if you will, and other poems that he's done, it gives you a great insight into almost reading the world through his eyes, not seeing it through his eyes, but reading it through his eyes, because he's acquired such a, I suppose, style or a, a particular flavor or way of uh, expressing you know, these notions, and the book flows through short stories to poems to spews to short stories again and I really like that about uh, what he's done here as well especially since it's taken 
quite a while to compile all these stories and poems into this nice little book that it is. So through onward through to about page 18, there's another poem here called Wisdom. And I like this a lot because it's got a particular style about it, which I haven't really read much of uh, in a long time, this particular style of poetry. But it's also a great, uh, I suppose, vision into either one person or many people to take some of these points head on. I think our society would be quite different. So I'm sure that Ron Ron wouldn't mind me reading a couple of these out. I'm not going to read out the whole book, but it's just a bit of an idea as to what the book's about and to hopefully encourage you guys to go out and grab a copy as well. So this poem is called Wisdom and it's got a great rhythm to it as well. It says, All growth is a spontaneous sleep in the dark, an unpremeditated act, sometimes for a lark. Fearlessly let intuition be your guide. Develop the strength to swim against the tide. For courage like muscle is strengthened by use. Be not subdued by others verbal abuse skeptical searching is the path to being wise mind always open and so to our eyes to history and science and so to subsume the nurturing of thoughts and never assume that personal beliefs are so sacrosanct that wisdom and truth are somehow outranked pikey that's one of his little sign-offs he does on some of his posts and some of his poems as well just puts Pikey down at the end there so it's a great little poem and as well as in this book he does put out a lot of facts and other short spiels similar very similar copies to his documents on his quadrant you can get this through google the google quadrant mainly just more facts about the murray darling basin and uh the you know the numbers and how much flow we, we've losing how much flow we need and that sort of thing so it's a really good mix of education, uh, literary art, and short stories about what it was like growing up in the Riverina in the 40s, and some great poems about uh, just being a bushy, you know, from the Riverina area, but also just life in general. Uh, As he says earlier in the book, a lot of the stories are filled with uh, lots of different emotions, you know, a lot of laughs, a lot of, you know, certain things that make you think, and things along the way as well. There's another great poem in here, This is page 85. It's called Of Heart and Mind. And I like this as well because some of the poems, they're about certain areas or rivers and valleys, but then some of the poems are about, uh, say, love or connection or wisdom and that sort of thing as well. So that's why I've enjoyed this book very much. It's a roller coaster of, uh, yeah, history, poetry, a bit of larrikinism and some early insights into an old Bushy's life. So... It's been very refreshing. I think the last book that I'd finished before this and the next one I'm going to talk about. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Was, what was it? It was another autobiography. So to have this written in a very different kind of uh, format was refreshing to see as well, or from my collection of books that I was going through. So this poem is called Of Heart and Mind, and it goes, To question is to make us wise, but only if our mind, our eyes, are open, fertile as the womb, to nurture thought and not assume, that our beliefs are sacrosanct, wisdom needs not to be ranked. While knowledge is a basic need, it's not the power that makes us bleed. If all our thoughts were told in speech, then lips need not seek each to each. To make a contact and sweetly know, there are other powers by which we grow. The spirit that sets our life aglow is not in that which we not know, but rather that which we might learn, shared with a love that makes us yearn. To say that I must grow because I live and life in me is what you give. Pikey. So again, another fantastic poem, another great little chapter in this book. That's all I'm going to give away for now. Uh, From memory, Ron has only printed about 100 copies or so. So the company that he used for printing is by Midcoast Printing. That's based up in Coffs Harbour. So the book came out in November. So it was a couple of months ago. So I've got one of his first 100 copies. So what I'll be doing is when I go over to the Monday Money Bash in Broken Hill, is uh, anywhere along the way, I'll any other town or library where I'll try and um, see if I can get some more copies in uh, for Rom. That way we can he, he can order his next 1,000. It'll work out better for him. Then more people can find out about the book and no one will have to wait for the next release as well. So I suppose the way you can order one of your copies is by emailing Ron. It's And that's just... Uh, ronpike7, so R-O-N-P-I-K-E-7, at gmail.com. That way, if you are able to place your order through, you should be able to get one out to you. I think they're about $17 from memory. So if you email Ron, let him know that you heard this episode and you're recommended to go and order a book from Ron himself. I'm sure he'll be happy to send you a copy, and that way you can order more and more people can find out about this fantastic book. 
So it's one of those ones where I've got a couple of post-it notes in it as well because there are certain poems and certain chapters that I like to revisit just because of how interesting the facts are. So it's a, yeah, it's a great read. It's called My Australia, The Musings of a Patriotic Bushy from the Riverina. And I cannot recommend it enough, especially from meeting him in person as well. Just such a well-spoken, intelligent, in-tune uh, gentleman, really. That's the only way that I can put it. And since I don't have any much uh, older you know, grandparents or anything of that nature, it's, I'm very happy that I was able to establish a, you know, a great relationship with him. So go and check it out. It's a great read. And yeah, I highly recommend it. Oh, while I still remember, so I don't forget as well. When I was talking to Ron, because this is his first uh, book that he's written, just have collectives of some st- stories and poems and that sort of thing, he was telling us that he's got another good friend of his called Bruce Simpson. Now, this guy is 90 or 91, I think. And he wrote his first book at 70, and he's written nine since, and he's now yet 90 or 91. So he's written like, yeah, nine books in about 20 years, and he's written his first book at 70. So. It also goes to show what I was also quite impressed with was because uh, I think Ron's in his mid-80s, this Bruce Simpson person is uh, in his 90s now, and it goes to show that if you're still either mentally active in something or physically active in something or with a group or, or still networking, keeping that part of your brain still sharp, then the skills and the things you can achieve when you reach that age are still yet not deemed impossible. So. This gentleman, Bruce Simpson, apparently when he was doing his uh, early droving days, he would set out on horseback for a couple of days and he was, uh, I think, poorly educated and his mother would pack him an English book in his saddlebag. And so when you have a nice night by the fire, read through this book and then just keep reading, keep reading, keep practicing, keep practicing. So from what Ron was telling me is uh, Bruce that wasn't too sharp on his literacy and that sort of thing. But at age 70, he's written his first book and he's now 91. He's on to his ninth or finished his ninth, maybe on to his tenth, I'm too sure. So that's another author I'm definitely going to start researching and try and find out more about. Maybe grab a couple of copies of his books because I can imagine they'd be talking about a similar thing. Maybe not so much about the Murray Darling and that sort of stuff, but just more uh, bush stories and what it was like growing up in this kind of, yeah, Riverina kind of uh, basin area. So... I'll be yet to find that out, and if I get a copy, I'll let you guys know, and how the book goes too. So this next book I'd like to talk about is from Bill Marsh, or Bill Swampy Marsh, and he's done a series of books talking about emergency services and all their work in outback areas. So this is part of that series, so this is Great Australian Outback Nurses Stories. Now, through sure there's Outback Copper Stories and other ones similar as well, so I'm yet to read them. I'll grab a couple of copies and have a flick through and see how those ones go, but... Just going off the back of the book here, it gives a bit of an idea of the author and what the stories entail. With hearts as big as the outback, rural and remote nurses are a dedicated and gutsy bunch who work selflessly to care for their communities, often in isolated and inhospitable conditions with few resources, but plenty of experience, courage and care. Outback nurses deal with it all. Broken limbs, labour pains, snake bites, sunburned backpackers, lost explorers, vaccinations, defibrillations, even the occasional crook cattle dog. One thing they're never short of is stories to tell. This memorable and eye-opening collection of real-life accounts from nurses in the Australian bush is by turns inspiring, poignant, heartbreaking and hilarious. And Swampy should know. It was while he was researching this book that he had a near-fatal fall from a cliff in Kakadu and experienced firsthand the skill and heroism of these outback nurses in extraordinary situations. 
Bill Swampy Marsh is an award-winning writer and performer of stories, songs and plays. He spent most of his youth in rural southwestern New South Wales and now lives in Adelaide. Swampy is one of ABC Books' best-selling authors of Australian stories and this is his 17th book. And what I like about these stories is, as it states, is the courage and the determination from these nurses because a lot of the time they'll be either transporting people from some outskirts of WA to another point of Northern Territory then over to possibly Broken Hill or Birdsville and Cooper PD, and whilst all relying on the Royal Flying Doctor and the Royal Flying Doctor service as well. So there's a lot of great fight-or-flight tales, uh, a lot of tales where they thought, you know, the patient might not have made it, but through courage and strength and support from other nurses, they usually get the job done. So there's a lot of wild rides in this book. I can't remember how much exactly short stories there are, but there is a lot. And they're great. They all range in different... I suppose, uh, themes of certain medical situations and uh, certain emergency situations and a lot of stories are very gripping. So, yeah, it's a great read. I think you can get that one from either the post office or places like Amazon and Booktopia and that sort of thing have that book for sale as well. So I'll put a couple of links where you can buy these books in the show notes. Uh, Other than that, email Ron directly to get a copy for his book, My Australia. That's ronpike Seven at gmail.com and yeah hopefully when they arrive let us know let us know what you think of them uh they're both just yeah two really great books that i kind of want the nurses one i picked up just by surprise and ron's one i was going to purchase but he kindly gave me a signed copy on the day that i met him so there you go guys that's two books that i highly recommend because they're a great read and they're one to either gift to someone else or share around in a book club or whatever uh let other people know about ron's book that's come out as well that way you can print out some more copies and then we can get a bit of a dive into some adventures of his younger days and also some great poetry as well. So that does it for this week's episode. I'm still trying to get Jake Sarr to jump on for a chat. He's uh, been in the middle of making a new TV show at the moment on the back of helping try to find uh, Logan, the young missing man from the Central Coast, still with all of his team. So he's a very busy man working around the clock, but hopefully I'll get a conversation in with him soon enough uh until then maybe let us know what guests other guests you would like on this show uh other people you'd like me to talk to other things you'd like to find out more about you can follow us on the little bit dusty instagram that's at a underscore little bit dusty we're on every podcast platform so please be sure to subscribe give us a rate and review that way our podcast a little bit dusty will go higher up in the charts of the pod of the travel category and it keeps our algorithms nice and healthy as well so thanks so much for listening, guys. A bit of a short one, but just going over two great books that i read that I'd highly recommend. And we'll see you guys next time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.